sorry. That was not a good fade in, but we are what we are. <sighs> okay, Jeff Bosley, a day in the life of. It's going to feel a little contrived for a minute or here. We had some technical difficulties and lost probably about 10 minutes of amazing entertainment. You're a genius. It was beautiful. It was actually good stuff, but I'm pretty sure Alicia and I can pull this off. So <laughs> on that note, my first guest of a day in the life of is Alicia. We touched on this prior to the Mac deleting my life. <laughs> Alicia, and I've since forgot, thank God. I, so it's legit. I genuinely, Alicia Baruti, even though Baruti. you see her on the internet as Alicia Ferguson Baruti. Yes, but it's only on Facebook <laughs> that it's hyphenated. So even, that Even on IMDb? No, I don't think so because someone asked me about that and I was like, no, don't hyphenate it, but maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah, but... Uh, I think I have like one IMDb credit, so let's not really like... Okay, whipping out the yeah, iPad yeah, yeah. No, to, no, no, to, no. that's not necessary. To, to vet her. <laughs> um, no, but I did it hyphenated on Facebook so that people that knew me from high school would still be able to find me. There you go. Um, but Baruti is not a very common last name, so I kept Bar- <laughs> Odds are. Exactly, exactly. I'm like, there's only two Alicia Barutis in the world, and one of them is a Brazilian soccer player. Is she black or white? Um, she's white, but she's from okay. Brazil. I'm not, it's not a racist thing, because I've helped a lot of people with IMDb, and I have a friend. I, I, we're going <laughs> to, Alicia and I made this commitment, uh, I guess you'd say off air. No names will be used during a day in the life of. That's right. We will change names. But there is a girl I know in Los Angeles named Misty Clearwater. <laughs> That's nowhere near her is, real name. She's is she not a, a porn, porn star. star. She is okay. not a porn star. But okay. I use the joke, you know how they say something like, use your mother's first name and you're the street you grew up on? That's yeah. actually oh. where, that's where I just pulled Misty Clearwater out of my backside. That was quick. So that's, anyway, so Good let's job. say her name's Misty Clearwater. I'm really good with IMDb, and she asked me to do that. And I was like, well, why? Your name's right here. And she goes, click on, as we're saying, Misty Clearwater. The Misty Clearwater I know is like a five foot two, 80 pound little skinny white girl with long brown hair. So she's five foot two, so she's perfect. <laughs> for Sorry. those of you who are keep going. For those of you who don't have a visual on the audio podcast, uh, Alicia is also <laughs> five foot two. And, and imperfect. Um, Sorry, so I, I click, clicked on Misty Clearwater, and this was a not 80 pound, maybe out of two in front of the 80 pound African American. So clearly not the same Misty Clearwater on IMDb. So that's gotcha. that's why I said you're. So if, she wants she wants she wanted it corrected. Yes, she wanted it corrected. Because gotcha. it did not help for casting when she applied for roles that were not that. Yeah. So that was a side note. Anyway, so anytime Alicia and I do this show, we are going to call it Hippie and the Caveman. That sounds like a, uh, like a you know crazy morning zoo radio <laughs> show. And it, it, for all we know, this is the first episode, so for all we know, that's what it'll turn out to be. But the reason we call it Hippie and the Caveman, the reason I will explain why I call her a hippie, and uh, she can correct me and step in if I'm wrong, and she will, I'm sure, <laughs> and she can call explain why we, she calls me the caveman. So I, as the pessimist, I don't like happy, emotional, <laughs> soulful, we're connected in the universe, happy, it's all good, it's for a purpose. I can't even, uh, it's making my life, I think, I'm, I think I'm actually having a stroke right now. But her and I met, I will get to that later, um, and I, I, she just exemplifies no, actually, she doesn't exemplify a hippie because the cliche and the stereotype with hippie is like patchouli oil, smells like dirt, and 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 no sh- no concept of 
of shaving or razor blades or anything like that. So she does not exemplify the hippie in the traditional. Like putting labels on people. I know. <laughs> but there's gonna be a lot of disclaimers in, in these in these future episodes of no offense. No offense. So it makes it okay, like the the. the uh, no, but I am a hippie. I yeah, mean, and, and, <laughs> and I tell people that I'm a hippie with better shoes. Yes, and I've seen the shoes, and I'll vouch for they are they are the opposite of Birkenstocks. But I'm all about like living in the moment and and what you're feeling and you know all the stuff I I and feel letting makes. letting the sunshine hit your face. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> like, I, I, go, I go out like, you <laughs> like do a this, vampire. You do you do this vampire. <laughs> Totally do. I walk outside, I'm like, oh god, the sun, and I run into my car that has like ultra tinted windows because the sun is bad and it's optimistic. Like your cave. <laughs> exactly. So that's why I call her a hippie, more because I mock her emotional in touchedness with the universe and people and happy. <laughs> I mock it, but I genuinely do. I is a disclaimer. I do genuinely appreciate her uh, optimism and her enthusiasm. She is absolutely the yin to my yang when it comes to. <laughs> Happy, happy thoughts and things happen for a purpose, and so I, and I value that. Sure. I, I can't embrace it by any stretch of imagination, but I, mean, I try. I feel like you do, maybe just a little bit. I feel like well, I, see, I feel like you, you smile here, now. You wouldn't be here if I didn't. Exactly. I mean, that therein lies the truth. <laughs> so that's why I call her hippie, and 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 why why are we calling me the caveman? Well, because I mean, you clearly are. I mean, <laughs> aside from the fact that your knuckles track on the ground. Oh. No. Coming no, from I'm the sorry. five foot tall midget. No, but we are we kind of are like the odd couple. I mean I mean we're not a couple, but I'm saying we're like yeah. the odd couple because clearly you're like six foot six, military, lifetime NRA member, <laughs> all muscly, and I'm this little five foot two. I wanna feel the grass beneath my toes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's so dirty. Why aren't you wearing shoes? <laughs> Why aren't you wearing shoes? <laughs> so, which, which leads me to the bumper sticker that I saw today. <laughs> that reminds me of it's you. It's so, so confusing. But yes, <laughs> no, continue. it's so confusing. I saw a bumper sticker yeah, today. I'm writing it down this time. That says, bare feet, not bare arms. And the spelling of bare as in bare as in naked, like as B-A-R-E. In, yes, as in, like, as in I want to wear bare feet so I can feel the ground. But what's the... Naked arms, bare arms. What's the implication of the naked right arms? to bare arms? Okay, that's what I was wondering. Is it, I did, I, again, I said this before my Mac took a poop on me. I thought she was talking like bare arms, like tank tops. No, no, I was no, like, no, I no. Don't, that's, that's and again, I said this. Uh, like I got to keep saying that. Like that, ex, that exemplifies to like the epicenter of the confusion between hippies and whatever I am. I say my bumper sticker says, "I will shoot you in the face if you rob me." <laughs> No, no interpretation needed. It's like NRA life member, rob me and I'll shoot you. Hers has all these synonyms and antonyms and hononyms and phononyms. And First off, I don't have any bumper stickers. However, I'm all like, I'm not going to shoot you. I'm just going to give you a hug. A hug, exactly. It's true, though. Exactly. It's true, though. If someone... I'm sorry you're robbing me, man. Let me give you a hug. Yes. That's cool. That is probably what happened. I would want to connect with that person because... <laughs> Because I can understand that there's probably a reason why they feel like they want to rob me. And I feel like if I can connect with them, 
on a human level, maybe we can get to the root of that and we can have a conversation about it. So basically, if you if you choose to mug or rob Alicia, you just uh, mug, chose to mug <laughs> Dr. Phil. <laughs> I'm probably going to give you a hug. Yeah, exactly. No, but you know what you, what you said about if you rob me, I'm going to shoot you in the face? I always have this feeling when I walk up to your house. There's always part of me that's wondering if it's booby trapped. <laughs> I'm not joking. My house, for those of you who don't know, and I, I hope you never will, uh, quickly rented, don't care, I just want a roof and a floor and a place to like sleep. And it definitely, as actually, this is news to you, I talked to my neighbors, who, who I've lived here a year and a half, and I've I just met my neighbor across the street. Um, surprise, surprise. Yeah, exactly. Whoa, what do I single? <laughs> um, I went over and introduced myself, to, um, and... Uh, they had said this house actually was a crack house. They actually, she's in real estate. I've mm-hmm. never told Alicia this. The woman across the street is in real estate, and they actually got involved and asked the cops to um, kick the people out, the, the tenants to kick out. Mm. But yeah, this was a, a crack house, and it does look that way on the outside. There's signs that say, "No, that's not what. That's not why I think I'm gonna. It's booby trapped. Why? It's, well, because first off, when you approach the porch it's the light starts flashing like a strobe light i can't turn that off and then there is a sign out front about like you shooting people isn't there it says my dad gave me this thank you dad i love you for christmas (laughs) a sign that says nothing inside is worth your life yeah exactly you steal my stereo is you know evaluate your life (laughs) so i'm always wondering if it's booby trapped i'm like wait am i gonna hit the trip wire and it's funny because the woman that takes care of my dogs she'll text me and say uh is your house disarmed as in the (laughs) whole entire house is gonna go like transformers on her and crush her skull so it probably it's not it wouldn't be surprising i do have a lot of guns and alarms and infrared sensors but (laughs) only because i live in a crack house i'm worried like you know, whoever oh, will come and come collect, on. they're going to like, they're going to come and go, Hey, we got to go collect. Wait, that's that only has the same nothing guy. to do with the fact that it's, the, it was an ex crack house. That's just the way you are. Come a on. A little bit. It's uncle Sam's fault. So <laughs> we go on a tangent. Alas. And here uh, we are. <laughs> um, well, uh, so yeah, Alicia Baruti. Baruti is a name, not a clan I, <laughs> in avatar. <laughs> to me, it sounds like some sort of gnomes people, like some sort of tribal group of people that'll... Nope. <laughs> nope. Just, nope, just the name. Just the name. It's Italian. Really? Yeah. God. Okay, so we'll touch on this. She's from Canada. Mm-hmm. Don't hold that against me. Hi. That is what makes me awesome. It is. It, it, she is unique that way. It's, I don't, well, it helps my... Uh, I get a tax credit for... A, for interviewing, just kidding. You get, interviewing you get, nationals, you get foreign a tax nationals. Credit for being friends with immigrants. Exactly. <laughs> I have an illegal in my house right now. No, but I am an American. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm full. I'm full Canadian, and I'm full American. Yeah, I see. But I don't have loyalties to anyone. It's the whole hippie thing. Yeah, she hugs all. One love. <laughs> oh, I think I just had another stroke, <laughs> and I might have pooed a little bit. So, we'll get on to the... We're going to try and keep this... We're already up to 11... Holy crap, 11 minutes. This is epic. So, how Alicia and I met, we were... This is where the, the Mac crapped out on us a minute ago. But, uh, we remember distinctly differently. Um, you, she refreshed my memory, but I'm still confused. Like, we were at an audition. Uh-huh. And yeah. I'm very... I'm this way pretty much everywhere outside of places I have to socially interact. Headphones, and I don't look at people. Which, as the six and a half foot tall guy hanging out in the corner with headphones on, can 
justifiably be presumed as this guy's an a-hole, kind of into himself, pretty cocky or well, self-centered. Well, sure, but I mean, your looks kind of your looks kind of play with that. Like, if you looked if you looked like the creepy guy with no social skills, who a was Quasimodo hiding <laughs> hiding in the corner, hiding in the corner with headphones on, people are like, "Oh, that's weirdo." But when you're this like beautiful, tall, built, muscly man, when you're in the corner with headphones, you can, it puts off this, like, I'm too cool for school yeah. vibes. So thanks, Mom and Dad. <laughs> I, can't wear headphones, I can't wear headphones in a corner without being judged. <laughs> that's what happens. And so that's what happened. <laughs> no, but so, anyway, yeah, so we were at an audition together, and I saw you there, and you were hot, and so I I was you. hot. I've since, <laughs> I've, I've since been a burn victim. <laughs> no. No, but so I friended you. I reached out, and then... So thank God to social media, like it's it's such a beast. I have such an brought, issue with that, but yeah, it did. It brought us, us together. together. She uh, she's from the same city I'm in. We both commute to other cities to audition for movies and all that stuff. And uh, if I'm wrong, you so you reached out initially to say, "Hey, let's be friends." And I was yes. like, the whole Facebook thing said, "Hey, we're friends. We're in the same city. We have the same friends." Mm-hmm. And then I, 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 for some freak reason, had the guts. I probably was just looking for gas money. I was like, cool. She drives Ooh, a lot. that hurts. Um, well, that's, in my brain, that gave me the guts to interact. Really? Like, I had to have a logistical reason. It wasn't reason. even because I was cute? No, I mean, a hot blonde. No. <laughs> Pause. Some hot blonde connects with me. I don't look at it like she is attracted to me or wants to talk to me or interact. I'm like... Because it comes yeah, to women. I'm, I'm... The... <laughs> the... Uh, the quantity of social ineptitude I have when it comes to this is unquantifiable. <laughs> There's a lot of syllables in that sentence. But basically, I was like, cool, she must want to ride to the same city we drive in. Let's meet. <laughs> so we met, and and we had uh, coffee at a local, uh, not even a Starbucks, it was just a local coffee shop. Uh huh. Yep. It was. Support small business. <laughs> yeah. Hippie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm all like, let's go to Starbucks and support the man. <laughs> So we meet there, we talk, we have a great time, we interact, and probably don't, correct me if I'm wrong, my memory is crap, because uh-huh. hey, I am a male, I will admit to that. <laughs> like a week, maybe two, three, maybe a month goes by, and out of the blue, I need, I'm need i making a trip to Los Angeles for a bunch of job interviews. I have a bunch of stuff lined up, I have a, a family member that lives there, I'm trying to do the math, it's easier to drive, I, I can stay there X, Y, and Z, and I was like, well, for some reason when I'm alone in a car... Pulling out of my driveway, I have a narcoleptic attack and fall asleep. fall asleep. But if I accompany in a car, which we later proved on the trip I'm about to tell you about, I can go for like 19 hours while I awake. So, again, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but like after not even talking for a significant amount of time, I'm like, hey, want to go to LA with me? I know we just met. You have, you have kids. I'm a complete stranger to you. I was the guy hiding in the corner that scared you. Let's go to L.A. and get trapped in a car together. And is, is that more or less No, that's, how it that's went? basically... I mean, we did hit it off at coffee. Yeah, I we had a blast. It we, was a great you time. You know, we knew we would be friends. Um, and I think that we both... We, we shared some mutual experiences. We're both divorced, and we yep. talked about that. And we just... We hit it off the actor whole thing. And, mm-hmm. and you know, and you were like... Hey, you want to drive to LA? And I was like, okay. Yeah, it sounds like a line, but no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it really I really wasn't. needed somebody to just keep me away. No, and the, and the thing is, is that I think that our friendship has been, you know, really, it's been based because you know people say that guys and girls can't be friends, 
But I think you and I, we always knew that we were never going to, like, we were ever going to be a thing because yeah. you you never wanted children, and I have three children, and I'm a hippie, and you're you're a lifetime NRA <laughs> On member. On the flip side, <laughs> her children are awesome. Of course they're awesome. They're, like, freaking cool. But um, before we go on, I actually thought of an idea. So regular shows that call this a commercial break, I'm going to hit pause and save. Uh, that's Genius. A, that's a good idea. So, yeah. The good conservative job. OCD Excel spreadsheet guy in me is going to hit pause and See, save. See, I would so. never do that because I wasn't feeling it. <laughs> this, the universe didn't tell Alicia to hit save. So it's true. Enjoy the pause just a minute. Recording. That's going to sound like a butthole on your guys' side. Sorry. <laughs> so, anyway, we paused to save because we put a lot of work into this. That's right. Uh, so we met, I asked her to go to Los Angeles. And I agreed to get into a car which, with a total stranger. Yeah, which as a male, people are like, high five Jeff, hot blonde, getting in a car with you on a long distance trip. And I'm sure, I, I would say this to my own sister, like if my sister was in Alicia's pants, er, <laughs> 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 Alicia's pants. Alicia's shoes. So. Isn't it funny? How, like, they're both articles of clothing, but they mean very, very different things. <laughs> I'm not even going to explain it to so anybody that knows my sister and our relationship. They'll just enjoy the joke, basically. <laughs> so anybody that was in, if my sister was... <laughs> in Alicia's shoes. <laughs> um, she, she, I would be like, I would tell my sister, we're, oh, and a little disclaimer, we're changing all the names in... in the That's following right. consciously. So any family members or friends that are listening that think we're insane, it's a conscious decision to protect your anonymity. Right. All names have been changed. Yeah, so uh, my sister Lynn, where I pull these names from over beyond <laughs> me, uh, if, if my sister Lynn called me and told me, hey, I just met this guy on Facebook. Uh, he's He was creepy in a corner in an audition. <laughs> we met for coffee in a public place, and now he wants to get in a Chrysler 300 with really blacked-out windows and drive to, quote-unquote, Los Angeles with me, <laughs> i.e. drive south near Mexico. <laughs> what are your thoughts? I would, A, tell my sister no, and B, if she followed through with that, I would make this the male not exist on the planet. <laughs> so to Alicia's credit, and it's probably your hippie soul. It I, is. It is. It's, it is to her hippie soul. I'm, I'm a, I would like to think a good guy, trustworthy. She read into it and it was, and I could sense that I knew that <laughs> I was almost, I was almost positive. You were not going to stuff me in the trunk of your car, and that was... which however you kept threatening. Well, okay. So uh, <laughs> here, here, uh, Bullet number two on my notes. <laughs> you hear that in the background? He's crossing That's out. me scratching out the next note. So, this actually ruined a relationship in college. A friend of my, a girlfriend of mine. <sighs> I have to take deep breaths to like woosa these to moments. get through the story. Um, I had an amazing vehicle. It was like a traditional farm boy jacked up off some huge mud tire truck, and we lived in a, a city uh, an hour out of Tacoma, or out of Seattle. And Seattle was the place to go on the weekends. But because she sang to the radio, I always offered to drive. And when you drive, you automatically have the... I, I disagree. I don't think the passenger has the right. I think the driver has the right to choose the music. And that was the law. And still, was, we're listening to my music. It's my vehicle and I'm driving. Sure. And since I didn't tell her way early in the relationship that I hate when people sing to the radio, <laughs> this is like four or five, six months in our relationship. And it was too late to bring it up. So every time we're in her car, she's singing along and... That is, it's 
the right word? Pet peeve or utter hatred? I think I think it's beyond pet peeve. Yeah, there's no word. It's like it's like Batman and Joker. Like I wanted to destroy anybody that sings to the radio. Not because I hate them. I just I didn't pay them to put their music up. <laughs> so I always offered to drive this extremely expensive vehicle that sucked down the gas just so we could listen to Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson. So that she couldn't sing. She along. didn't know the words. And finally, during the ter- tail end of our breakup, she realized, I told her like during a fight, I was like, I hate when you don't sing to the radio. She's like, why didn't you tell me earlier? I was like, why do you think I listen to Marilyn Manson? Yeah, but this could all just be resolved if you talked about your feelings. <laughs> no, but you made <laughs> I that... I sound key. You made, sound you made that disclaimer very clear before we got in a car That's for like true. 19 hours. You were like, just so you know, if you I sing to the radio, I'm probably going to like punch you in the side of the head. Which I, I kind of, which I kind of believed because the entire way to California, I was terrified about singing to the radio. I actually was legitimately afraid that if I sang to the radio, you were going to stuff me in the sleeping bag that you kept threatening and put me in the trunk of your car. There was a running joke, and I meant it to like lighten the lighten the mood, which obviously backfired. <laughs> I had, a, I had a sleeping bag in the trunk. I'd do the whole, like, over-preparedness thing. I'd, like, MREs in the trunk, and I have a sleeping bag for if it gets cold. Because we went over... We actually spent uh, the tail end of Christmas break and New Year's. Actually, New Year's Eve and New Year's in Cal- in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So I had a sleeping bag in the trunk. And it's one of those things, like, if my, my style, if you will, of comedy is to address the elephant in the room in such a manner to lighten the mood... And if you're not aware or you just met a IE at a coffee shop three weeks <laughs> earlier, it's terrifying. No, I actually was never really afraid yeah, that you were going to put me in a sleeping so bag. To, to Alicia's credit, <laughs> it wasn't terrifying. But for me, I'm always pointing at the elephant in the room. I'm like, man, you know, that, that, that sleeping bag's in the trunk and I have a lead pipe. <laughs> it did become a joke. Get in the sleeping bag. <laughs> yeah. So she'd start like being happy and optimistic and all this other <laughs> bull crap. And I'm like, if, if you keep singing, I will put you in the trunk in the sleeping bag. <laughs> So that was our running joke, and uh, but <laughs> truthfully, by the time we were on our way back from LA, like two days later, because it was this really quick, crazy turnaround trip. By the time we were on our way back, I wasn't afraid, and not only did I sing to the radio, I rapped. Yes, and I. For anybody that wants to know on the iTunes, uh, my podcast page on the iTunes page, comment and ask for the link, or I will do it myself. <laughs> she wasn't aware I was recording, and that's true. I can't even. Uh, there's no words in the English dictionary that paint the picture of basically me just staring at her <laughs> watching this little white, cute, blonde Canadian. <laughs> what was the song? Um, it was Jay-Z and Kanye. Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, a white, in, blonde in Canadian Paris. saying John, Kanye. Uh, so she's rapping to that. And it is, I, to her credit, epic. But had she done that for the entire drive down and up, she, the I'm sleeping bag thing would have been true. I would have buried her somewhere in the Mojave. Come on, I'm fun. No, and that's the thing is, that, oh, she seems none of it was bad. It's just a hang up in my chromosomal design. I'm the yin to the your yang. Which, Although <laughs> you you have claimed that you don't even sing in the shower, and I don't believe that, that that's true. I I think that everyone sings at some point. Oh, there right. ha- there is a time. There has got to be a time when you are alone. In your house, and you're feeling it, and the music is up, and you are singing, and you are dancing. Well, here, okay, and here's the thing, is 
my house is wired like I will not cohabitate with anybody for a long time probably because the longer I have my own house with my poor little dog is he she's sleeping okay I was worried my dog was dead sorry <laughs> well she almost died earlier I have a right to be worried um, is that I literally wake up I have this amazing man remote control very marketed towards the male cliche you press a button and the world like every single like if I had automatic curtains like everything would happen like I just press this one button everything is set to open. awesomeness and I wake up in the morning my alarm goes off I press a button it goes straight to Pandora it goes straight to this playlist I have I love music every like every waking second of my life I have headphones I have my car I have Pandora in my car I love music 24-7 but I will never sing I don't believe you I journey like the, the the most known uh, what is it um 80s. No, when you go to a bar and sing, I just play karaoke. Karaoke, Jesus. <laughs> the biggest, the most famous karaoke song in the world. I don't stop believing could be playing. I would. <laughs> Alicia can't even control herself. I, I, can't. I, I I could feel it, but it would end at my soul. You, it would start my soul and end <laughs> at my trachea. Like, <laughs> I would no, end at your trachea. It would not go past my voice box. I can't. The minute if I, I can't. I I, I sang at karaoke once. And that's it. Really? Yeah. Now, did you ever do musical theater? Did you ever sing? Yes. I have been cast in many a musical. So that means that you do sing. It's in there somewhere. I was desperate for a role. (laughs) And I will pat myself on the frickin' back. It was the dentist in Little Shop of Horrors. Like, that is a... That's 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 fair. That's huge. Yeah. But... Because I can't sing, the director's like, "Well, we're going to do this little speaky rather than a little, musically." A little speaky, so it's rather than like this, which is code for you, you can't, can't sing. sing. Exactly. That's funny. So they they admitted my my weakness there. You know what my like qualifications are for music is that it has to make me. <laughs> hey, come on! It has to make me either want to sing or it has to make me want to dance. That's how I judge music by. It's pretty, it's pretty Whereas vague. you probably judge music by. Does it make me want to punch someone? <laughs> On that note, we're going to pretend to go to a commercial break and hit save so we don't go to, like lose all this awesomeness. Okay, I, yes, we are back. There are waveforms in my garage band. It's funny how you said um, if you're going to pretend you're going to go to a commercial break because we had talked earlier about like who would actually sponsor us. Who would sponsor us? Um, NRA, maybe. No, because no, I actually, I, to my out, rarely do I brag or pat myself on the back. I don't exactly, I, I don't exactly fulfill the whole gun-toting America. Really? Because I'm how, pretty sure. But at the same time, I, but I do, but I don't. like. So I don't like. Okay, I don't know if this is off limits or not, but I'm pretty sure that when we went on a road trip, you have a under dash mount <laughs> for your handgun, and you put a second passenger side under dash mount just in case you were gonna let me drive, so that you could have your gun on the passenger side. <laughs> did did you really to, just say I don't fulfill the gun-toting American stereotype? Going to California, I have a license to have a lot of guns, and you never. Okay, I had this argument with my sister. The whole, well, the first, now we're getting all political, so welcome to hippie and the caveman politics, a day in the life of. <laughs> but the very first shooting before the school one, before the theater, I want to say it was like at a Walg- it was like at a Walgreens or something in Arizona, like a, a senator or congresswoman, like an Arizona congresswoman was shot. And like my argument, my sister and I have had this like debate, 
what was my sister's name in, in our protect the in Lynn. Lynn. My sister's name Lynn. <laughs> Her and I've had this debate many a time of everybody says that's absurd, you're overreacting, it would never happen here. I I looked at it like I'm guaranteed and I said this before even the the Arizona Wall I'm almost sure it was Arizona Walgreens and a senator was shot there. Scenario of like everybody says it'll never happen there. Then it happened at a military installation, at a like a post office or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then the theater in Colorado, and then the school shooting, and obviously just just keeps on going. Anyway, soapbox, soapbox, be damned. Basically, and, but then again, in California, when we crossed the state line, or before we crossed the state line, which was up. creepy as sh- as poop. <laughs> well, actually, this the, this podcast is explicit. Um, we actually had to, we saw actually like this, it was almost like we were crossing Mexico. There was actually a border patrol gate thing. So I had to pull over in the creepy Chrysler 300. That's right, I yeah. forgot about well, that. You were asleep. I was not, I was not asleep then. I was fulfilling my duties. I did not fall asleep until we were like within LA proper and you were falling asleep at that point too. We should have died multiple times. <laughs> anyway, the, the gist of it is, yes, she's right. I do have multiple Mad Max gun mounts in my car. So I could, not so much to, well, yeah, protect me, but I knew I did my, I did my, <laughs> sorry, my, uh, my Green Beret, X Green Beret site survey, pre-deployment site survey of, okay, we're going to California. There's a lot of carjackings. I'm not scared for my life. I want my car because I love this car. So and I And you're hit, not scared for Alicia's life? Well, no, and, and I, I will protect Alicia, like, to the death, because she's, like, my, my Canadian sister, which, <laughs> I don't know if that's valid, but it's as close as you can be. Sure. So I mounted all these awesome holsters, and if I dared had let my ego subside to the point where I let her drive, I could transfer said holster to the passenger side. Which you did on the way back. You I let did. me drive. It was, yeah. Did I make... I made it all the way to L.A. I mean... Yes, you did. <laughs> d- define make it. I, define make it. We were both, like, literally on L.A. freeways nodding off. <laughs> we would pull... We, I, I want to say it was a 19, 20, 21, 22-hour drive. Sure. Straight through. Yeah, yeah. We didn't... Have, I was trying to save money. There was a whole little disaster with the family that let me uh, stay in Los Angeles, and this actually cost me more money than I was trying to save, so I really, really, truly backfired. it was backfired. an adventure. Oh, Jesus. It was an adventure. But basically, my ego fueled me <laughs> to drive straight through, to never ask Alicia for help, to never take a nap and let her drive. So my logic was, I'll pull over to the gas station while I'm in the driver's seat. Hey, we're going to both take a nap. Take a, na- a quick power nap. Drive. But then that was sound thinking three quarters of the way through but then towards the end where poor alicia she has no stimulus i.e like driving using pedals working the radio over the steering wheel to stay awake so that's actually harder as a passenger to stay awake so towards the end we would drive like three minutes (laughs) and we would both be falling asleep make it to the next exit pull over at some creepy gas station i probably definitely should have my gun but because we're in california you you all you can do is throw a bullet at people at the most (laughs) So the gun's in the trunk. We would take about a 30... <laughs> the ratio, we'd probably take a three-hour nap, drive three minutes, take another three-hour nap, just on sheer male ego to make it to the hotel. Which is, so, once again, brings us back to the fact that you're a caveman. Because a more evolved, because a more evolved <laughs> man would be okay with letting me drive his car. Exactly. Let's be honest. Exactly. So, this is, yeah, this is the hippie and the caveman, Jeff and Alicia, <laughs> uh, biography, basically. So, 
I guess a little quick background. This is a little random and a little maybe possibly late. The reason we're even doing this is uh, I, I uh, a little a butt kissery here. I, I will plug this on his Twitter page because Kevin Smith, the guy that does Clerks, uh, Dogma, I can't. Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Um, uh, I can't even think of. The I mean, everyone movie. everyone knows who he is. But a lot uh, of people chasing don't. Chasing Amy. Not chasing Amy, but the other one with Ben Affleck and, Wasn't and that a well, Kevin where Smith he one? met um, J Lo. That was a Kevin Smith one. Yeah, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I do know because um, she dies. In yeah, it. Like Jenny, five Jenny from the block. Yeah, five seconds into it, she dies. Oh, I can't remember what that movie was called. That I need, movie? To, IM, I need to IMDb that shit. Well, she's gonna IMDb it while I continue rambling. So basically, any Kevin Smith movie, he did a cop cop out with uh, Bruce Willis and who's the guy from. Uh, from Thirty Rock, Black. Uh, oh, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. Yeah, he rips on himself all the time and says it's one of his worst movies. I love that movie, but I guess he had a bad experience with Bruce Willis. But anyway, to Kevin Smith's credit, he—the uh, reason I'm doing this podcast, excuse me—a day in the life of a, a day in the life of gives me pretty much carte blanche as to I don't really have to commit to a genre or a topic. <laughs> um, so I say a day in the life of anything. Uh, secondly. I listened to him, he and uh, Jason Mewes, the guy that plays uh, Jay in any of the movies, the Ke- any of the Kevin Smith movies. Okay, yeah. Jason Mewes, Jason, uh, he plays Jay. Kevin Smith, the director, always plays uh, Santa Bob. I religiously, every day getting ready, showering or whatever, driving, they keep me awake while I'm driving when I leave my parking lot. <laughs> um, he, uh, Kevin Smith... Um, Every day when they're doing their podcast, uh, long, long, long story short, Jason, did you find it? It's Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl. And he rips on the server. Have you seen that? I have, but I don't remember it. Okay, it so Kevin Smith, memorable. if you ever, ever, please God, listen to this, you rip on yourself for that movie. That is actually an amazing movie. Kev, uh, ben Affleck does a commentary on that. Okay, but that's only because you have a crush on Ben Affleck. <laughs> please, dear God, let okay, it be Ben Affleck. I do Affleck. have a slight actor slash man crush on Ben Affleck. However... Slight. However, but we'll get to the Batman thing in a minute. However, so we're, there's a commentary. God, there's like nine sidetracks here. Ben Affleck does a, uh, a DVD commentary in Jersey Girl, and like any actor in the world should listen to this. Like whether, no matter what your opinion of Ben Affleck is, he actually has a, an astounding perspective on what he does. So, little plug there. But anyway, the reason I'm doing this, Kevin Smith and his, his partner Jay, the guy, the guy that plays Jay in all his movies. Jay in the movies is based on Jason Mewes in the real world. Every week when they do this podcast, he actually plugs, hey, anybody go home, do a podcast. It's, it's free. It's like you want to take a basketball, go to a hoop and shoot the hoops. As opposed to making a movie, which is like playing football. You need pads. You need an entire team. You need all sorts of walls and stuff. He goes, do a podcast. Who cares if people listen? Get a friend, sit in front of the microphone and just record it. People might listen. They might not. So I honestly, I and hate here like, we are. there you go, yeah. <laughs> it, it felt like a self-help book, but after a while I was like, you know, F it. it. I've heard him say this countless times as they plugged this movie Jason Mewes made. I was like, screw it, what's the problem? You know, and actually, I had an introduction thing, and I'm not like, patting myself on the back, 211 hits, just on my introduction to A Day in the Life of by Jeff Bosley. Wow. So Giddy up. Getting, good, good getting, getting a hot blonde Canadian, you know, chica is going to totally... <laughs> Awesome, yes. make my ratings awesome. So anyway, that's why we're doing it. I don't even what started that, but so that's the reason we're doing a day in the life of uh, is is really honestly is 
as lame as it sounds, is because of Kevin Smith. I was like constantly hear him, and I listened to. <laughs> don't get creeped out. I listen to the podcast while I'm in the shower, like or getting ready for the day. I start with the shower. So uh, Kevin Smith, while I'm in the shower, bathing myself. <laughs> you have told me many a time, sit down and make a podcast. And like, F it, why not? No, that's really great. I think I, I like that. I like that Kevin Smith told you to do it. Kevin the Smith just told me Kevin, to do it. Kevin Smith is linked to Ben Affleck, and you would do anything that Ben told you to do. I, I won't lie. I do. A, I, I, I like women. However, <laughs> I... Would you switch teams for Ben Affleck? No. Okay, if it fair. got me famous, yes. If it got me... But temporarily. Like, there's a difference between switching teams... Sure. And temporarily switching Fair teams. enough. Fair enough. No, but that did become a thing on our road trip. It was like the running joke that, dear God, let it be Ben. Yeah. And like, I don't even remember the context of it. Like, a car could cut me off. I'm like, it's okay if it's Ben Affleck. Please, God, let it be Ben Affleck. Please let it be Ben Affleck. But there's actually, uh, on one of my websites, uh, like, yeah, again, right hand to God, uh, Ben Affleck was screening Argo. And I'm really actually honored and proud to say that uh, <laughs> this is before it got all these Oscar nods and all sorts of credit, like amazing cred- credentials. Uh, I actually got to see a screening in Telluride, Telluride, Colorado. Like, it was actually rough screening. Like, the credits weren't done. It was actually kind of choppy in editing. Like, oh, they, wow. It actually wasn't done in post-production. Um, <laughs> basically, I will... Uncle Sam, you and your Army Special Forces Green Bray World got me into the Telluride screening of Argo because, basically, if you act like you know what you're doing and wear sunglasses, which is pretty much all of Army Special Forces... <laughs> You can get anywhere. <laughs> so I went to this crappy screening Q&A that was free in, at a Telluride Film Festival. And because it was so, like, secret, I had to keep my checking my cell phone, hitting refresh, refresh, refresh. It said, like, at the last second, okay, the next screening is, is Ben Affleck's Will Far- or Ben Affleck's Argo. And so I went to the bathroom, but it was, like, two hours later. And, and I to prove it, because I know nobody would believe this story in the future, uh, I actually went to the toilet, sat on the toilet for two hours. I took a nap on the toilet. <laughs> Because basically they, they emptied the theater. It's like any kid that goes to a movie, pays sure. for one movie, and spends a day in the movies. You hide yeah. in the toilet, go back to the back to the movie. Yeah, I've never actually done that before, but keep going. <laughs> you haven't lived until you've done that. <laughs> so I went to the toilet, hid for two hours, and when I heard a crowd mulling about, um, I just kind of casually, I acted like Mr. Hollywood. I had like a really nice cufflink shirt on, and I, I looked very well, quote-unquote Hollywood. Well, you, yeah. Yeah, I know how to act the role, and I, I kept my sunglasses on inside, which is like you're supposed to do that, right? Which is classic. I'm too cool for school, yeah. which leads me back to why she was creeped out at the trauma audition. I was not creeped out. I just I was intimidated. I really was. I was intimidated. I thought that you would like you were too cool for me. Yeah, like until I realized whoa, 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 that you were skin suit. That's. <gasps> I always told Alicia I'd wear her as a skin suit if she's saying at the radio. <laughs> Which is really creepy, yeah. but so, apparently it's funny. To Alicia's credit, she still gave me a chance. Um, <laughs> so the Telluride Film Festival, I hit the toilet, heard a crowd milling about, put on my sunglasses, act like I was on a cell phone, and just uh, where you're supposed to have a lanyard with a, like, a VIP pass, and I found out these tickets were like several hundred dollars, or, like obviously, because it's like Ben Affleck's screening. Found out he was going to be there with uh, what's his wife's name, Jennifer Garner. He's mm-hmm. actually going to do Q and A with some like L.A. Uh, reporter. I just acted like I was supposed to, like that's the biggest thing. Anybody that wants to do anything wrong, act like you're supposed to be there and wear sunglasses. It's like 90, and you'll be fine. Yeah, it's ninety nine percent of like being a green beret. It's like that cool. <laughs> 
You're so, giving away America's secrets yeah, right now. I'm going to be killed. <laughs> so I just went in there, acted like I was on a cell phone, sat in my seat, like literally right behind Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. I didn't hear this story Really? Before. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah. So I sit in there and I, I, I'm on my cell phone, or acting like I'm on my cell phone, and anytime one of the security guards looks at me, I just, you know, act like I'm too busy and too cool to talk to him or <laughs> make eye contact. So, and I have a, my, like, a, a hoodie covering my lanyard. So you can see the lanyard, which implies at the bottom of the lanyard is the four or $500 I'm allowed to sit in Ben Affleck's sure. movie ticket. And then Ben Affleck goes up, oh God, I love Ben Affleck. <laughs> he goes up on stage, introduces the movie. He's actually very self-deprecating. He's really, he's like... He's a really funny guy. I fall in love with him, but then I realize I'm standing like five seconds, five feet behind Jennifer Garner, and I'm like just staring at her. Um, and then they like whip out night vision goggles. Like they actually have night vision, so if you're using your cell phone, it'll give off the light will pick up on their night vision because they don't want to be like bootleg copies of Argo. Sure. So I obviously put my phone away. Anyway, the long, long story short, I get to watch Argo like in one of his like very, very early pre, 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 pre screenings. I do a video diary while I'm in the toilet waiting for Ben Affleck. Um, <laughs> the reason... Like, that sounds so shady. In the toilet. In the stall waiting for the two hours between the free movie I went to versus the $500 movie I went to. Um, but that's not what you said. You said I was in the toilet waiting for Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah. It's like a lot of glory holes. And you wonder why you're single. Damn, I've heard that four times in the last 48 hours at least. <laughs> But basically, and, and t- this is so random, is the reason, at least when I joke about this, and we'll get to the, the topic at hand, there's no topic. Um, the reason I actually give Ben Affleck and Matt Damon a lot of credit is where they came from, what they've done. Sure, you know, a lot absolutely. of people compare Matt, Matt Damon to Ben Affleck, tomato, tomato, whatever. They start from scratch, they busted their ass, they were these poor boys from Boston, and and they actually mock themselves in their own movies. They actually mock themselves in Kevin Smith movies about, like, Goodwill Hunting too, like the sure. and, and it's awesome, and I love it. And it's I, I love that self-deprecating awareness of their careers. Absolutely, and I I mean I do. I have a lot of respect for both of them as professionals. Um, they really did. I mean, they busted their butt. They proved themselves. I think they're both incredibly talented. I mean, I still don't necessarily agree with the Batman casting, but whatever. So on that note, in a good segue, we'll we'll take a break and go to traffic and hit save real quick on the podcast. A word from our sponsors. A word from our sponsors, which we don't know who they would be yet. The Lollipop Guild. And the NRA. (laughs) Okay, so we didn't have any words from our sponsors, no Lollipop Guild or the NRA. However, a little behind-the-scenes honesty, it's now... Just under 20, yeah, it's a safe about 24 hours later because technology pooped on us yet again and we lost the last 15 minutes of awesomeness again. So we're trying to pick up where we left off. Basically, I think we're getting ready to talk. Uh, Alicia mentioned Batman and Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. And uh, true to my promise, I just made off the air. Your thoughts, I want to hear your thoughts first. Uh, on him as, as Batman? Like the woman, the, or from the female perspective. I don't, I mean, I really, I really, really liked Christian Bale as Batman. And I understand that he's not coming back and so they had to do something else. But, um, I, I, I'm afraid to say this because of how much you love him. Um, Ben Affleck does not seem tough enough to me to be Batman. Like, Batman is a badass, okay? He has no superpowers. 
He's kind of dark and twisty. Yep. He just he kicks ass and takes names, and yet he's like the smooth ladies' man. And quite frankly, I've never really been attracted to Ben Affleck, which is also a problem because... Get off my show. <laughs> exactly. that's, that's why I made the face. I'm a little afraid because I know that you, you kind of have a thing for him and all. So, you know, I just... I will give I will give it a chance. You know, of course I'm going to watch it. Of course I'm going to watch it. I'll give it a chance. But my initial reaction was was a little bit no. A little bit no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, my thoughts were in the, in the shortest I could. First off, the reason we brought it up, and the reason Alicia is uh, maybe have segued into it subconsciously, is two to three weeks prior to. Um, them casting or announcing Ben Affleck was cast. Um, I just had this weird foresight. I had a guy Photoshop. I was just really bored. And I had this wild hair at my ass to create a hashtag campaign. And for those of you who don't know who that is, or if I just, I might have just made that up. I wonder. A hashtag campaign. campaign. There's no well, original ideas. That's yeah, true. <laughs> don't, don't try and give yourself credit for something like that. <laughs> okay, an idea I've yet to hear of. Reverse. Is, yeah, is that. Uh, if you create a hashtag thing now that Facebook accepts hashtags like like stinking Twitter, uh, you can create something that creates a keyword and creates buzz, if you will, and people click on it, and it's off and running. And I wanted to create a hashtag campaign. I'm going to trademark that because I think I'm the only one that's done that. Uh, it, was, it was hashtag Jeff Bosley is Batman, and it was just meant to be a joke, just kind of silliness, and I'm sure it still will end up being just that. However, so I had to do Photoshop my face into the cowl, get rid of Christian Bale's face, and uh, it looked pretty badass, I won't lie. Thank you, Mom and Dad. I have an awesome Batman face. <laughs> and uh, I created a little campaign. You're so humble, too. No, I said, thank you, Mom and Dad. <laughs> I didn't do anything for this. <laughs> I just came out of the womb. The rest <laughs> is history. <laughs> oh, well, anywho, um, yeah, it was like 40,000 hits strong of that picture. Uh, I, that's really... I mean, that really is impressive. Yeah. Clearly, uh, you have... a much better following than I do. Um, <laughs> you don't have a hashtag campaign. I don't have a you hashtag, hashtag campaign. Well, and let's be honest, women tend to be a little bit more like obsessive maybe than men are. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. <laughs> well, we'll take someone like new kids on the block or <laughs> I, we'll go all the way I back. Like the I Beatles or Justin Bieber or any of them. Like, Women latch on to someone and then they go nuts. Men don't usually do that. So That's sure, true. I, I may, no I may have some male fans, yeah. but they're not like it's just not the well, same. What's the same as, as, the, as we talked about fans. on another show? Gym law. Girls can come up to a guy at the gym. Guy can't come up to a girl. It's, sure, because it can be considered as creepy. Absolutely. So if you had a couple hundred thousand. Male, male followers? Friend. Yeah, fo- yeah, exactly. A male follower automatically <laughs> just sounds creepy. A, ma- a female follower is like, high five that dude. Yeah, he has a exactly. female follower. <laughs> All that to say, and that's not to say, that's not to say, I'm sure you have lots of legitimate fans that aren't just like lonely housewives that are like, oh, oh Jeff Bosley. Um, Whatever brings sure, the business. I'm sure you have some legitimate fans, but I'm just saying, <laughs> it's more likely that 40,000 hits, there was a lot of desperate housewives clicking on. Jeff Bosley as Batman. That's true, but I'll take this. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll take it. What is the phrase that you always say that you would do? You would be do bad things to the good... punch baby. The punch baby things. No, well, that's a good one too. That you would punch babies. Um, for the record, have you ever punched a baby? I won't. I've never punched babies. I would find <laughs> okay, a human just, being. That I'm does just that. making sure. Um, no, but you, what is it that you say? I would do bad things to good people for that. Oh uh, yeah, that's probably stumbled the, out of my mouth of. 
yeah. stumbled out of your mouth. Yeah, I can't take credit for 98% of the things that come out of my mouth, good or bad. Uh, anyway, the gist of the Batman thing was that. Um, I guess uh, if you listen to shows, there's a lot of shows um, uh, that are totally against the Ben Affleck thing. I actually saw a campaign, like a huge, like a... Uh, What's the thing you sign and get people to sign the list? A petition. I mean, Christmas. Yeah. So a petition floating around the internet to get rid of him. I mean, like people are avidly against it. So well, it's, they succeeded in that though. I mean, the studio clearly is going to benefit from that, good or bad. Yes. I mean, because you have all the people that are going to see it because they're pissed off about it, and then all the people that are going to see it because they're excited. And I mean, really, any any buzz is good buzz, right? Exactly. Now I remember all the stuff we went over and it was way... I mean, <laughs> no, it's, actually, it's, a, it's actually a good thing that the Mac took a crap on us because then we got into a director debates who produced what show. Oh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's right because I thought that Christopher Nolan directed the new Superman one and yeah. you corrected me on that. But he, he he's a producer on it, something like that. I know he was involved. He was in all the Batman ones, well, obviously. He did, the director, yeah, he directed so. the Batman ones. Um, but you didn't, all this to come back to the fact, you didn't actually say why you're so excited about Ben Affleck as, as Batman, other than the obvious, <laughs> other, than the, other than the obvious, dear God, please let it be Ben Affleck. Affleck. Oh, I, uh, what, what was my reasoning? I, I don't, okay. it's your reasoning. <laughs> I'm, well, actually, jealously speaking, I'm not excited. I want, there's a lot of arguments, some people that are against it actually wanted a no-name. I'd heard prior to them announcing Ben Affleck before my little hashtag campaign, that uh, they were they were the uh, way the studios wanted to do it was to use Henry Cavill as the the draw because he's got, established a name for himself. All the ladies love him. Mm-hmm. And yes, then, we do. <laughs> there you go. He's on my top five. So it, I, I'm I'm sure there's got to be somebody out there that doesn't know. But explain top five. Um, well, <laughs> or, or is that a, is that a no go? No, no, no. That's fine. No, I mean I'm not I'm not married anymore, so it's still I mean it's still the top five, but. I don't, at least when I was married, it was the, these are the top five that if That's I, right. if I met them and had a chance, like you would have to understand, like, let's be honest, like <laughs> you can't your, hold that, you can't hold that against me. <laughs> um, but I still, you know, it's just, it's the top five. It's the five, like, you know, good looking. I'd, I'd hit that. <laughs> <laughs> and I would give you that. I mean, I mean, I, if I were her husband, I'd be like, yeah, why not? <laughs> But yeah, Henry Cavill's in the top five. So yeah, so Henry Cavill obviously would be the name draw for the the future Superman versus Batman movie, mm-hmm. and a lot of people argued to have a no name as Batman because it would just be it would just be bad. It'd be better to let the the guaranteed guy go. And so the, as a as a little wannabe guy like myself, I wanted a I was a little jealous about that because he's obviously not Fair a no name, and they wanted an older guy too. And I think Ben Affleck. Bastard looks younger than the older guy they wanted. They wanted the eight like for the super nerd. Their comic book needs super short. They wanted to do the tail end of Batman's career. Like he's beat, he's exhausted. He's not an alien, so he does age. He does mm-hmm. his knees get bad, and they you know Ben Affleck I think still exudes youthfulness. You know I think Ben Affleck gets out of bed just he? fine. I get out of bed and I want to go back to bed. How old is Ben Affleck? I mean he's, he's in his forties. Yeah, he's in his forties. Yeah. I, I and again. I'm kind of going against my argument. I think they want. I think they should go like to a 50 year old, like old, like had had George mm-hmm. Clooney not ruined it in the other Batman. Well, yeah, he'd actually be kind yeah. of a cool concept. But I, I feel dark. this is the thing, though. I feel the same way about George Clooney as I feel about Ben Affleck. He's not. He tough can't enough. play tough. Yeah, that's he's fair. not tough enough. He's not, he's not dark and twisting and he's, tortured enough. 
Christian Bale is clearly yeah. dark and twisty. Yeah. You know? Like <laughs> For those of you who have not seen American Psycho, go rent it. Um, <laughs> it's it's dark and twisty. He does, he does dark and twisty, so <laughs> So yeah, that's that on Batman. Enough of that. That was the biggest reason we brought that up. And I guess really we'll just now quit listening to my my voice and, and let Alicia the reason we know each other and have got along and all that is she's in the whole acting entertainment world and uh it's it's always a rule at the end of anything to plug yourself and say what's going on, what you're doing. And we've got to admit, we have to mention the X Factor because for those of you who've never seen her sing, I'm not kissing her, but I didn't <laughs> say this last night and I meant to. She has some videos of her doing covers and they are actually gorgeous. They're awesome. Well, thank you very so, much. Thank you very much. That, yeah. That'll be five dollars at the end of the show. <laughs> five dollars. <laughs> um yeah, no, I did. I was um I'm not bound to my confidentiality agreement for the X Factor anymore. Um I made it through a few rounds and got axed, but I mean, I still, I felt pretty, I was pretty satisfied with it. I went down from a group of 5,000 down to a group of about 150 to 200. So that's, you know, nice little bit of validation, but I did not get to continue on. But, um, yeah, so I've got some YouTube covers on out there on the interwebs (laughs) for your listening pleasure. If, if you're into that sort of thing, um, you can just go to YouTube and Alicia Baruti is my page. Yeah, spell it. <laughs> uh, A-L-I-C-I-A Baruti, B-E-R-R-U-T-I. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's some of those. And um, that's the singing stuff, which is mostly just fun. I feel like I'm kind of a hack at that. But anyway. Um but yeah, for the acting stuff, I've got some a couple really awesome projects coming up that I'm really excited about. Um, we were, are kind of already in production on um, a movie called Trauma, which is a um, psychological thriller. Um, Allison, who is played by yours truly, Alicia Baruti, B-E-R-R-U-T-I. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's like one of those insurance commercials where they have like a horrible jingle, but it is ingrained in your brain. That's forever. right. It sticks in there. You're going to remember how to spell Baruti. Um, no. Okay. So trauma. It's a psychological thriller. Allison wakes up after a car accident uh, in the hospital and has no memory of the accident. And um, things kind of start unraveling before her. And she starts to question and think that her family is lying to her. And um, there's all sorts of exciting twists and turns to be had. Um, if you want to check out the website, it is Trauma the Feature. <laughs> and um, we're really excited. We're going to start shooting um, this fall. We already did a little bit of um, some test shoots and um, get to work with some really talented people. Eileen Agosta is the director on that, and she just does incredible work. And, um, and then this fall, I'm also starting on another feature called Feast or Famine with um, Lewis Leslie of... Um, oh shoot! I just forgot his production name. <gasps> That's so bad. That's why I have notes. <laughs> um, hold on, let me pull up the notes. Um, I don't remember what his what the production company is. Anyway, Lewis Leslie, very talented director. Um, that's another. It's a post-apocalyptic um, one. Um, so it's kind of another like psychological one with some twists and turns. And um, that project is called Feast or Famine, and we're I'm going to start rolling on that this fall. So it's really exciting. Um, get to work with really talented people. And obviously films are kind of why we all do this. Commercials are great. and they, <laughs> they they are. I mean, commercials are great. They pay the bills. But it's a lot more fun to jump into a character and really dive into it. And There's a lot of character analysis when you're selling butter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> selling butter. Have you, ever, have you ever sold butter? No, but I can imagine there would not be any character analysis to sell butter. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> 
So yeah, uh, that's what I've got going Al- alongside all of the other. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, is, is three kids and that's the thing that makes Alicia uh, a candidate for Superwoman. <laughs> Single mother of three. I think 16 jobs at last count and still does all this acting <laughs> and, and uh, butter commercial paying jobs. <laughs> She's never been in a butter commercial. I've never been, <laughs> but I've never been in butter. No. That is now forever going to be a running joke. So that is why she is definitely unique amongst many. So Well, thank you very much. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I, I like to I like to stay busy and keep it interesting and, you know, do something different every day and... <laughs> However, she really ticked my dog off. She's playing with a laser light. My dog is mad. I know. She's the sweetest She's dog, angry. and she actually looks angry. So <laughs> That's probably the only downfall of anybody that's fallen in love with Alicia over the last 56 minutes. She made a happy dog sad. Oh, but she'll be fine. Once we're not recording, <laughs> I'll, I'll wave the laser to- pointer again <laughs> and, and watch her climb walls. She'll attend to my dog after this. So that, I guess that's almost an hour of you guys listening to us. So thank you very much. Uh, I already uploaded part one. Uh, we really appreciate it. This is pretty cool. Now the last little bit of conclusionary crap. If you have any questions or comments or awesome show ideas or even want to be a guest, I can do call-in stuff. There's no rules to this. A day in the life of was pretty much a cop-out, so I didn't have to commit to any sort of genre or topic. <laughs> so I can pretty much do anything I want. Um, there's a go to the iTunes uh, iTunes store and then the, and just do a search for my name and I'm the only podcast that isn't a religious based one. I don't know the other Jeff Bosley, but apparently he is uh, he really loves God and that's awesome. So, or you can email me podcast at jeffbosley.com, spelled like it sounds podcast at jffbosley dot com and I'll get your email there and all that crap. So I appreciate Alicia taking time out of her. Three kids, 16 jobs, four acting roles, and uh, <laughs> the scores of male followers <laughs> to come back and re-record the, the entourage. last... Yeah, she does have... Uh, we'll, we'll leave that little cliffhanger. <laughs> that's, that's another... That's, that's for another day. <laughs> we can let uh, Alicia... We'll go into uh, the love line. <laughs> the love line version of the hippie, hippie in the caveman love line. Um, but, but I appreciate her coming back a second time. Thank and you for having me. And this. And God willing, this keeps going and everybody loves it. So thank you, everyone. <laughs>